Welcome to NARPM Radio, your source for property management practices and ideas to help your career, delivered to fit your busy schedule. NARPM Radio, get tuned in. All right, I'm here today with Kathleen from PM Made Easy. Kathleen Richards has been a very active national affiliate of NARPM since 2002. She works with our property managers around the country and and even around the world as well. So we would love to hear a little bit more about what PM Made Easy does for NARPA members. So Kathleen, tell us about that. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes, so PM Made Easy provides all the different operational products that you would use or need in your business. So policy and procedure manuals, forms, letters, checklist, a variety of different manuals to really dial in your operations so that you can be more efficient and therefore more profitable. And in order to help people do this, I know so many of us were looking forward to going to Oahu for the broker owner. And because we are all now stay at home, because of the pandemic, um, that conference was canceled. And as an affiliate member of NARPM and a professional member, I've been a professional um, member of NARPM all this time as well, and owned my own brokerage for over 13 years. I attend two conferences per year where I provide substantially reduced pricing on all the PM Made Easy products because I want NARPA members to be able to afford and be able to implement these products easily. And I don't offer this sort of price reduction on the website throughout the year. So I just want to mention that because the broker owner was canceled, I decided why not do a virtual expo? So next week on Tuesday, April 21st and Wednesday, April 22nd, PM Made Easy products will be available for sale, just like they would have been if we were at the broker owner in Hawaii for 24 hours. You can go to pmmadeeasy.com and you will get the promo codes there. But just as a teaser, Individual products can be purchased at 20% off. Bundled products can be purchased at 40% off. And then our total business essentials, which is the works, all 18 products um, can be purchased at 50% off. And again, I only offer this pricing two times per year at the national convention, which this coming year will be in Florida and then at the broker owner. So I didn't want people to miss out and have to wait all the way until October if they want to get products at this pricing. So go to pmadeeasy.com and right there on the website, you'll see the promo codes, you'll see the pricing spelled out again, and then there's even a little clock there to tell you how many days until the event starts. So I just wanted to put that out there and offer it to people on an ongoing basis as an affiliate member pm8ez products are offered at um, 10 percent discount and so that's throughout the the whole year any any product but the special pricing will be next week for 24 hours only so i just wanted to share that with all the narpa members terrific 
Tell us a little bit, Kathleen, about the typical property management firm or maybe individual property manager who could benefit from what you have. So for instance, is your bundle package better for a single proprietor or is it better for a small firm, large firm? Tell us how that works. Yeah, so when I revamped the website, because many people may know the original company's landlord source, the Gene Storm started, and the reason for the name change and revamping the products was because um, people would call me confused. Is Are your products for landlords or for the professional property manager? So that was the main reason for me changing the name to PM Made Easy, okay, um, to kind of clear up some confusion there. And then I repackage the products in the bundles. So if people go to the website, what they'll see now is there's categories. And so the core essential category, for example, um, I put products in there that would be suitable to, if you are starting a property management company, these are the basic products that you need to have. This is your foundation. Okay, so I tried to make it really easy for people. There's little videos at the top of each category of me explaining welcome to the core essentials or welcome to the staffing essentials. This category is for you if you are at this stage in your company and then I go on to talk about who is best suited for the products in that category. So I tried to make it really easy for people to understand where to go, where to start, is this the right product for them now or later? And so for example, with the core essentials, that has a policy and procedure manual in it, and there's a couple varieties there, meaning you can get a 100% Word version or you could get a PDF fillable version, which is really great for those people that find out that they're getting an audit or they're trying to open up their business as of yesterday, and they need a policy and procedure manual ASAP, right? So you just, it's autofill and populate and you're, you can have your policy and procedure manual done in an hour. The word version, you get to change every single word in there. We indicate where you plug in information, um, but it takes a little bit longer because you have to use a little bit more care in going through the policy and procedure manual to make sure that you don't delete something by mistake, or whatever but that's part of it and then there's forms letters and agreements and stop the fires checklist so one thing I'll say I, I mentioned already that I had my own brokerage I've used almost all of these products when I owned my brokerage and they're amazing they save you so much time they're very thorough very detailed if you're new to property management and starting a company, you may not need as much detail. That's great. You can delete the things that don't apply to you right now. The other thing to keep in mind is that all of these products are living documents. So even if you set up your policy and procedure today, you should, as a business coach, okay, I also have another business called the Property Management Coach, which is also an affiliate member of NARPM. You should go in at least once a year and make sure that that policy and procedure manual still reflects your company. You should constantly, you know, be updating things as things change, as your company grows, okay? Same thing with your forms, your checklists. You're gonna go in and adapt them and change them. And over time, you may find that certain forms 
um, you don't necessarily need to use anymore because that information now has been incorporated or built into your property management software. So what PM8EZ does is it makes the process of setting up and running your company easy. So core essentials new if you're to the business and or you are a sole proprietor that's maybe been in business for a while, but now you're at the point where you want to start exiting out of the business a little bit. You don't want to do the day-to-day -day anymore. You want to start hiring people to help you. So maybe you're going to hire an assistant property manager or a property manager. Well, everything is in your head. You've never needed to spell out how you do things because you have your way of doing it. And that's fine. But as soon as you want to start hiring people, you need to get out of your head onto paper how you do business. Okay. So even if you're a seasoned person, the core essentials might be where you would start if you don't currently have things in writing. Okay. And then once you start hiring staff, then you'd move on to the staffing essentials category. Office essentials is something that Everyone should probably have, even if you're new to the business or you're starting a company, because the two components of that is the red flags. Red flags means that product is your policy for how you protect the privacy of your clients. And in many states, it's a law. California has a very, very strict consumer protection law on the books that all businesses need to spell out on their website and in their business how they're going to protect the privacy of their clients or their consumers. So that's what red flags is. Okay. That's your policy for protecting the privacy of your clients. And then the emergency readiness manual and COVID pandemic. That's one more emergency outside of I'm here in California. We've had fires in Northern California if you're in southern states, you get your hurricanes and tornadoes. And so every company should have their emergency plan. It's something that we don't like to think about, but it's easier if you have one in place because when and if something happens, you aren't in complete panic mode. You've already got your plan in place. You already know, you know how you're gonna be communicating with your tenants and with your owners and what to do. And so your emergency plan, if you already have one, you now need to go in and add to it how you would handle, you know, a pandemic or, you know, something like that. You may already have in place how to handle emergency office closures. Okay, now you probably need to go in and tweak it and update it for what we're going through now. Okay, organizing essentials category. That is if you are growing your business maybe you're new you're starting out you only have a few properties and you're starting to grow or you're seasoned but you've never thought about putting in place having an owner manual you onboard owners you onboard tenants and you also onboard vendors that you're going to work with and part of growing and scaling a su successful business is having in place really clear expectations for how you do business and how you expect them to partner with you and what they can expect from you. And I found over the years that by having a tenant manual, you can't assume that your residents 
are going to know how you want to do business. Maybe they've had three other property management companies that they've rented from in the past, or maybe they've rented from other landlords direct over the years. Everyone has a different way of doing business. So be proactive and set those expectations at the time that that tenant's approved. When they sign their rental agreement or lease, you give them their tenant handbook, okay? It will make life so much easier during your tenancy relationship all the way up to the time of them giving you notice, moving out, security deposit return, et cetera. Same thing with owners. How you do, how you expect to partner with them, what they can expect from you. It will not only make you look uber professional compared to a lot of other companies out there that don't do this, right? It allows you to provide that next level of exceptional customer service and transparency and communication. And let's face it, that's what people are paying us for. They're, the value that we bring to the table is our communication, our negotiation skills, our ability to get tenants to pay rent. Even though nowadays with this whole pandemic, many tenants think they don't have to pay rent, okay? So our ability to be able to communicate and keep the communication flowing is the real value that we bring to the table and why somebody would hire us over someone else. So those are some of the different things. You can buy products individually or you can buy them as a bundle in that category and get a further reduction in price. And then if you take advantage of one of our promo offers, then you get a discount off of even the bundles. So now you're really starting to save a lot of money. And I know having been a broker myself in property management, our margins are really low. Property managers are very frugal people, which I'm very proud of saying frugal. We're not cheap. That means something different. We're frugal and we're fiduciaries, not only for our, our business owners about how we manage and spend their money, but as a good responsible business owner, we need to be frugal with our money too and responsible about how we spend our money so that we can be profitable. So it's something that I'm very proud of with the products that we have, the content's relevant, it's important, it helps you become a better property manager and broker, it will help you to be more successful, it will help you to be more confident and what your policies are because you know that you're covered with fair housing and HUD and you just plug in your local state and local ordinances so that you can hang a quality product out there um, and feel confident about what you're presenting and how you're serving your clients. I noticed that you did have a, a manual on fair housing and that's such an important issue for property managers. To, to be aware of and to, to ensure that they're following the, the rules as far as fair housing goes. So can you give us a little bit more detail about that particular manual? So that one's going to be coming out. We're in the process of putting that together, but there's two different ones. One is a general fair housing manual. Um, the other one is fair housing in relation to maintenance, right? And what do your maintenance people and vendors need to know so that they're not violating fair housing. Um, I can say that all of our products incorporate and talk about areas of fair housing as it relates to that area, you know, like in your policy and procedure, there's statements in there about fair housing and, and how you 
follow fair housing guidelines in your screening process and in your application process. And so coming out with just a separate fair housing manual can be used for training your employees. I know whenever I onboarded my employees, first thing I did was put them through the NARPM fair housing class before I'd even let them get on the phone, okay? So that is a product that I'm currently working on. Hopefully that'll be able to come out in a couple months and then people can buy that specifically and use it for training with their employees about you know, what they really need to know. That will be very helpful. Another thing that, that I've noticed that some of our property managers talk about today is the, the, the challenge really of selling their business as they think about moving into retirement. What do you have that could help with that? Okay, so we do have two different products. It's under the growth essentials and one's called buying property management and selling property management. And even in my coaching practice, I work with people a lot that from day one say I want to start a company and they're kind of surprised because my question for them is, okay, well, what's your exit strategy? People don't think about having an exit strategy when they're thinking about starting a company or scaling the company, but it's super important because when you know what your end game is, it's like saying, I'm going to run a marathon. But if you don't know where the finish line is, man, that's going to be a super long marathon if you just keep running and running and running and there is no finish line, right? We always need to be thinking about what our exit is going to be because the decisions that we make today may be in direct correlation to what our exit strategy is. So as an example, if you have children in the business and you know that, that your exit strategy is that someday they're going to take over the business, the decisions for how you build and structure your business today is going to be different from the person that wants to maybe come in and like flip a business. You know how people flip a home? You come in, you find an opportunity, you buy a business, you systematize it, you make it more profitable, you grow it, you scale it, and you know that your exit plan is three years or five years. And then you're gonna sell it and move on to your next venture. The decisions and the things that you implement and put in place are gonna be very different. So just in the naming of your business alone, if this is gonna be a family business that your kids are gonna take over, then maybe it makes sense to have the name of the family on the business. If you have a short-term goal of you're gonna buy a business and sell it in five years, then you don't necessarily wanna attach your name to it. You want a brand that's going to have a great reputation in the community, but doesn't have your name tied to it because it shouldn't matter who's really running the company. It's the brand that people recognize, okay? Like coach bags or whatever, right? And so you're going to name the company differently. The process and procedures and how you do things that you put in place might be tweaked differently for a short-term investment versus a long-term. And so these are all things that I talk with clients about. And sometimes people also think that there's a black and white. You buy and sell. Well, no. What if you start out and you know that you really like managing a business at say 250, 300 doors. That's, that's like the sweet spot for you. 
but you growing it up to five, 600 doors. Okay, sell off half your business and go right back to your sweet spot. If you grow it again, sell off that. So every couple of years, you, nice, you now get a nice little inflow of cash and reward for your hard work. Or maybe you bring in people and they manage different portfolios and you step back and you become you know, the owner of the business, but you're not running it anymore. Maybe you have a broker of record that comes in and manages the staff and you're more out doing your other thing. You're doing the big picture. You're maybe looking at other investments, other opportunities that you can move into, but you're not running the day to day. So there's not a one size fits all answer for how you want to exit a business. Maybe you get that stream of income and you still own it. Maybe you exit and you sell to one of your employees and now they're paying you out over five years, 10 years. Okay. So there's lots of different ways to acquire a business. There's lots of different ways to grow and scale a business. And there's just as many ways to sell a business. And what I like to tell my coaching clients, especially people that are starting a business, is as they're doing their market research and figuring out you know, what their ideal client's gonna look like, what their territory is that they're gonna work in, and they're looking at their competitors, newbies have a tendency to come in and just wanna price themselves cheaper. Because they think, well, I'm new to the market, I need to price myself cheaper. No, not necessarily. The reason that people come to you is because you are different than the other people in the marketplace. So even though much of what we are doing in property management, the tasks and the laws that we abide by are gonna be the same from company to company, how we do it, how we communicate, how we show up is gonna be different. And let's face it, property management is a relationship business. So it's all about that trust and like factor. And our clients have to trust us and they have to like us and feel confident that we have their best interest at heart, that we're doing what we said we were going to do, that we're managing their property responsibly. Okay. And we're, and we're placing qualified tenants in the property. And because it is a relationship business, people are going to be attracted to you, the individual owner or the company because of who you are and how you show up compared to somebody else in the same marketplace. And there's no right or wrong. I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. There is more than enough business out there for everybody. So you just need to figure out what your niche is gonna be. If you're in a college town, maybe your niche is you just do student housing and you become really good at it and you do it all day long. If you're in a community that's more of a retirement community, maybe that's what you do or you're a specialist in single family, or you're a specialist in you know, small multifamily or whatever. Um, it's not to say that your business isn't gonna have maybe components of, of many of those different things, but typically we get really good at what we do and that that's kind of what sets us apart, right? So I like to mention that in coaching with my clients and that these products are there to help support them. So the reason people go into property management or as an entrepreneur, the, the reason you start a business is you want to serve a client. You see a need that can be filled and you feel that you are the important person. You can fill that need. We don't go into business to spend all of our time 
writing operational documents and procedures and forms and letters and checklists. I mean, that's, that's not why we start a business, but we need it. That's the foundation of our house. That's if we're going to then scale and add a second story to our house, it, the foundation needs to be strong enough to support that second story, right? And so the elements of having these products are super important to establishing, growing your business, and then eventually selling it. But in reality, that's not why we go into the business. So I love the fact that in my coaching business, I get to partner with people help them get the business that feels authentic to them, that supports their life, how they want to live, that gives them the kind of income that they want. Yet we have these products here that can support them so that they don't have to write it all from scratch. They can get up to speed very quickly. One thing I'd like to say before we move on with maybe another question that has come up for me a lot in my coaching practice and I just want to put it out there to people during this time when we're all at stay at home. I've had quite a few clients, and, and these are seasoned people too, not just new people, seasoned people saying to me, you know, I put my marketing on hold. It doesn't, it feels like I'm the ambulance chaser. It doesn't feel right to me to be like selling my business at this time when people are under so much stress, or I feel like I'm, you know, taking advantage of what's happening out there and it doesn't feel right to me. And so what I want to share with people is that if you truly feel like what you do is of service to people, and I, at my core, feel that what I do as a property manager, as a business coach, is the owner of a, a company that offers products to property managers, I truly feel that I am in service to helping my clients and that I'm fulfilling that need. You have a responsibility, I believe, to continue to stay open for business, for new business, to be that knight in shining, shining armor that's going to help that owner that is so overwhelmed right now because everybody's working from home and now they have a maintenance request from their tenant or now their tenants giving them saying, I can't pay the rent or I've lost my job or I need to move. And guess what? That property owner, it, it's like just piling it on, right? They can't absorb anymore. And the fact that you as a professional, this is what we do. We can come in and truly offer that service of let me manage your property for you. Let me take that responsibility off your plate. You are helping them. You are not taking advantage of what's going on in the market. You are providing a true service to a real need and you are helping your client relieve that stress. You're taking that whole responsibility for managing their client off their plate. So. I'm begging you people, please do not turn off your spigot of marketing. If you're having owners calling you saying, I want you to take on business, don't tell them that you're closed and you're not taking any new business right now. And then the next question is, yeah, but I can't meet with them face to face or I can't go to the property. People, we're all navigating this technology and utilizing it. And we're in a fabulous time now because 
I coach clients that are 100% virtual, so I know it can be done. And five years ago, this couldn't be possible. 10 years ago, there was no way, right? I didn't even have a smartphone back in the day. But nowadays, we have the technology. So you could do a Zoom interview or a phone call with your owner. You could have the owner send you photos. I mean, people are still showing homes even when the property's vacant. We've got lockbox technology. You can go in and wipe down surfaces afterwards, or you can meet them at the property and you keep your social distancing, unlock the door, let them go in and view it, and then you have a conversation with them afterwards about how you would market their property. There's no reason to turn off the spigot of growing your business. This is the time when people need us now more than ever. So I'm getting off my soapbox, but I just really wanted to share that because I've had so many, many people in my own coaching practice say to me that they just feel like they need to stop marketing and that they're getting calls for people that want business and they're turning away the business. And I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Let's have a conversation. So that's my two cents around what we do and the service that we provide our clients and the reassurance that we provide to our tenants and our owners and our vendors. People need us now and we need to kind of get out of our own way and provide the service and, and, and be of help. No question that, that your services are, are valuable, absolutely. You know, one of the other things that we're hearing a lot about today are ancillary services that property managers can offer. And I'm wondering if any of the, the packages or the programs that you have in place, does, do any of those speak to that and give guidance on that? No, I don't currently have a standalone product that talks about ancillary services, but that's a great idea. <laughs> Maybe I should come up with one. In my coaching practice, I talk a lot about that with people and not just new people starting a company, even seasoned people. I have one client that, you know, has had a business for over 35 years and realized that they needed to maybe start offering some new products, new services, getting more updated with technology. So we started putting a lot of things in place to make them feel more relevant in today's environment, right? There are a lot of ancillary, and I know I did in my own business. I will just share with people that, you know, I've always been a big believer that when you run a company, you should be profitable. My property management company was not a nonprofit, okay? And I'm not and have never been embarrassed to say I'm profitable because why? What does that mean? It means you get to hire employees. So now you're providing jobs to people in your community or virtually. You're getting to use vendors. You're supporting other businesses. You're helping your owner get a good return on their investment. When you're profitable, guess what? You get to support charities in your community that are important to you. It's awesome when you are profitable. It means it allows you to be really generous. You can give bonuses to your employees. You can do so much for your community. And that was something I always felt extremely blessed because I was profitable that I could do all these other things. So how do you get to be profitable? Yes, you have your property management fees, but you've got to have ancillary services that you provide that you get revenue streams from. And the reason why I say that is you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. You need to spread it out. 
so that you are getting money from maintenance, whether you have an in-house maintenance company or not. If you open your properties to pets, you're getting some revenue from the fact that you're willing to open your property to pets and be coming a very pet friendly company, then you don't get tenants trying to sneak their pets in as emotional support animals, right? Everybody's just open, be transparent, right? Putting in a whole variety of different um, services that help people that maybe have managed properties themselves, but are getting to the point where they're looking at retirement, they maybe don't have the energy or physical wherewithal to do all the maintenance on their properties to manage their properties anymore. And, but they're scared to hand it over to somebody else because they've always done it themselves. Offer programs that allow them to dip their toe into the water, try you out with a little service that's not a big, huge commitment. They get to work with you. They feel really confident with what you're doing. And then they might take you up on the next thing and then the next thing. And before you know it, you're managing their properties full time. So I do spend a lot of time in my coaching business, helping people figure out what their pricing is going to be. What are all their different services are going to be? I'm a big believer in when you attach a dollar amount or monetize the different services that you provide. It creates on a subconscious level for your owners, your value. If you tell owners that I manage, we will manage your property and I'm just throwing out there a number, okay? Everybody has their own different pricing. But, you know, as an example, if you said, okay, I'll, I'll manage your property for 10% each month, okay? And I will do everything for that one price. Well, you've kind of set yourself up for failure at the get-go because now there's going to be unrealistic expectations on behalf of the owner of what everything is that you do for that monthly fee. So does that mean if you have an appliance that you've ordered from Home Depot that you are going to sit at the rental property for that four-hour window waiting for Home Depot to come? Well, in your owner's mind, yeah, because you said you do everything. And in your mind, you're like, no way. <laughs> okay, so that's where I like when you have your management fee and then you break out how you spend your time, think like an attorney or an accountant, right? And you monetize all the things that you do. Then if your owner is willing to pay you an hourly rate to sit there for four hours, so be it. They got, you know, that was part of the pricing package up front, but they only pay for that service at the time that they use it. So it's not like People then say to me, when you price things out, kind of like a menu of services, oh my God, doesn't the owner feel like you're nickel and diming them? No, I have never, ever, ever had an owner say to me, wow, I feel like you're kind of nickel and diming me. Never. Why? Because you're being transparent. And you're telling them that they're only going to pay for those services at the time of use. And people realize that it's an investment property, that it makes sense that they're gonna have to pay for certain things when those certain things need to be done. So when you set up a business relationship where you are being compensated fairly for your time and your expertise, 
then you feel valued as a business owner. You're being paid for your expertise and what you know. And guess what? Your owners aren't going to begrudge you that because they know you've stated up front what you're going to pay. Okay. So it is important to have ancillary services. And thank you for asking that question. And, and I'm going to write down, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for me even to create maybe not a full-fledged product, but maybe a freebie giveaway that I can put on the website, right? You give me your email and sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can get this free download, you know, PDF that has a whole variety of different ancillary services that you could add to your business, right? Because I, I believe if we start thinking that way, then we're setting ourselves up for success from the beginning. I think that's great advice, Kathleen. Everything that you've talked about in PM Made Easy sounds like it's perfect whether you're starting out in the business or whether you're mid-career or even if you're near, nearing the end of your career. It, it sounds like you've got something for everyone. And if there are some, maybe some ideas that come from our members, how could they get those to you? Okay, so the easiest way is um, my email is Kathleen at pmmadeeasy.com and people can just shoot me an email. One thing to let people know about that's definitely new on the website is there is a marketplace on the website and I wanted to be able to connect people together um, I always found it interesting when you go to a conference and you listen to a presentation on, you know, how to grow your business by buying other businesses, right? Or acquisitions, you know, grow through acquisitions. You always get a packed room. People always want to know, how do I buy? But if you ask those same people, raise your hands in here. Is there anybody in here that's looking to buy? All the hands go up. Is there anybody in here looking to sell? Not one hand goes up. <laughs> It's so funny that in the property management industry, people are so secretive when they're thinking about selling. And it's, it's natural in that they're worried that the word might get out to their owner clients who might then, you know, take their business elsewhere. Yet deals still happen all the time, right? So on the PM Made Easy website, there's a place called Marketplace. And under the marketplace, it says buying and selling property management. And so you can go in there. We have a list of people that are looking to buy. Doesn't have the, the, their name or anything like that, but it just stipulates what area of the country, what size, and if they're willing, you know, how much they're willing to pay. And then on those looking to sell, it doesn't say the name of the company or the person's name, but they can put their profile, you know, 250 doors in Houston, Texas, looking to sell. And then the emails in, actually come to me, I approve it, and then I kind of do the database, I physically put into the database the basic info. So nobody has to feel compromised that their name or their company name is gonna get out there. And then I make an introduction between the two people and they can take it from there. I don't get a referral fee, a commission, nothing like that. I just thought it would be an interesting way to connect people up where I know that deals are happening all the time. And I hear from my own coaching clients where they're looking to buy other companies and they're like, well, I try reaching out to people, but you know, 
people don't say that they're, they want to sell. And then they find out after the fact that a business sold. And so they're trying to figure out how do I find those people? So I just tried to make myself like the matchmaker. You know what I mean? That's a great service, Kathleen. So uh, if you go to PM Made Easy and you click on Customer Center, you'll yes. see PM Marketplace there. And you can click on that and, and uh, you'll find PM buyers and PM sellers. That is a wonderful service. And it Yeah, I just, I, it's, it's kind of interesting. We'll see how it, it goes. But the thing that I love about coaching is that I get to partner with people and help them build not only the life that they want, but the company to support that life, whether it's starting a company, scaling it, or they're at a place where they're looking to retire and sell it, right? And then the whole reason that I reached out to Jean into acquiring her company was I've used the products and then so many of my coaching clients, I would refer to her products. And when she was looking to retire, she had actually got to the point where she was just going to shutter the business and move on. And I was like, Oh my God, you can't do that because you know, what am I going to do? <laughs> I refer so many of my coaching clients to these products. And so it worked out in the end and I'm really happy with last year. I spent the whole year revamping every single product, writing new products, line by line, updating each individual product and coming up with new ones. And then people can see the other new ones that are coming soon. It says coming soon. So those are some of the products that we're currently working on to be able to release so that we're still providing valuable you know, content to help business owners be successful. And I love being a small business owner. And I know right now it's really difficult in the environment that we're in, but you know what? It's, it's the small business owners that are always able to easily pivot. We're small, we're nimble. We're always going to try to find the way to serve our clients, to help our clients. And I'm a hundred percent confident that, you know, Business does really well when there are economic challenges because people rise to the occasion and, and find a way to support each other and their community. And we're seeing all the good that's coming out of that on news and websites and, and things that people are doing. Once everybody's able to fully get back to work, I truly believe the economy is going to rebound quickly. Some jobs may go away, but we were at more than full employment. There were tons of jobs that they couldn't even find people for. So I think a lot's still going to come back. And one thing I had to smile at today, where I work from remotely, I have a pond on my property and it's springtime and I have geese. And so it's the annual nursery. I've got five little gosling ducklings or not ducklings, they're goslings that are so cute. And I was just looking at like, you know, my ducks and the ducklings and all the little babies that are hatching and wandering around the pond and eating and swimming in the pond, that life goes on, right? They don't know about the economic crisis and we just keep doing what we're doing each day. And in the end, I know that everybody's going to come out stronger. I have so many people reaching out to me saying, you know, I'm using this time at home to update my policies and procedures. I put it on the back burner. Or I'm evaluating, you know, our forms, our checklist, or, you know, we're restructuring how people are doing business. And I'm finding that we're even more efficient than we were before. 
And so whenever there's challenges, I believe there's just as many opportunities and there's lots of wonderful surprises that come from it too. So if we can kind of keep our focus on the positive and being grateful for all that we do have, I think that helps to lessen some of the anxiety around the not knowing, you know, focusing on what we do have control over and taking action will keep us moving forward in a positive way. Thank you, Kathleen. That, that's a very, very positive note to end on. I want to re remind our NARPA members that they can go to narpum.org and click on member discounts and look for PM Made Easy. There are discount codes there that they can use to get a discount on the services that she offers. And in addition, you'll also find that Kathleen offers coaching services and there is a recorded business coaching session on that web page as well that you can access at any time. So thank you, Kathleen, for being with us today. And we look forward to talking with you again. Thank you so much, Lisa, for giving me the opportunity to speak to you today and to share with NARPA members what PM Made Easy does. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions or emails that people may have. And uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to NARPM Radio. For more details on today's subject, refer to the show notes or visit narpum.org slash radio, and we'll see you next time on NARPM Radio.